Hey, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Binge Eating Dietitian podcast. You are very welcome here. My name is Joe. I am a registered dietitian and I'm here to smash the taboo of binge eating. So thank you for joining me for another episode. I hope that you're having a good day so far. Let's get straight into today's topic. I want to chat about what you can do if you are thinking about food and snacking all of the time and what you can do to put some measures in place to stop that because I know that you're finding it distressing. Just to say that there is no real correct amount of time that you're supposed to be thinking about food. I can't tell you that if you think about food for X numbers of hours a day, that that means that there's a problem. There just isn't that data. There isn't that evidence out there. You might think about food a lot, but you don't really see it as being a problem. And if that's the case for you, then that's fine. Once it's not bothering you, once that it's not distressing you that you're thinking about food all the time and you can't think about much else, then it is okay. So today's episode is for the people who do feel that they think about food way too much, that it's taken over their time, it's taken over their mental space, they don't really have much room for anything else. So that's the person I'm talking to you today. So is that you? If so, stick around. I think you'll enjoy these tips. My usual disclaimer before we get started, please don't take any health advice from this podcast because it is just for education and information purposes only. It is not a substitute for one-to-one individualized support that you get from your doctor, your nurse, or your dietitian. In addition to that, if some things that I talk about in this episode or other episodes If they spark something that you are worried that you may have an eating disorder or a disordered eating, please don't diagnose yourself. Head to your GP or your primary care physician and chat to them about it. Please resist the temptation to diagnose yourself with anything. And remember, if you are ready to stop binge eating, I offer an eight-week package where we work together on an individual basis. So all of the advice that you get is tailored for you. You get to tell me your story, you get to tell me your journey so far, and I will help you to put an end to your binge eating. So if you would like to work together for eight weeks, don't hesitate. There is a link in the show notes where you can book a free, no obligation, 15-minute introduction. You can tell me about your struggles, and I will tell you what is the best fit for your needs. All right, without further ado, let's get into today's episode, how to stop thinking about food all of the time. The first thing that I would like you to do is whip out your pen and paper. You know, it's probably a good idea to listen to my podcasts with the pen and paper because writing exercises often come up. So anyway, take a pen and paper and on your paper, draw out a big circle. And this circle denotes your life. We're going to treat it as like a pie chart. So take your pie chart and I want you to divide it into your, this is your headspace. So this is the amount of time that you spend thinking about certain topics. So take your pie chart and I want you to divide out how much time you are spending thinking about things like food, weight, body image, shape, size, eating. 
draw out a big chunk of time for that. Is it half of your time? Is it three quarters of your time? Is it the whole time? And then think about the other things that you think about. So you may want to add in some sections for work, for your family, for your health, for friends, for the TV show that you're watching at the moment, for the book that you're reading. Don't get too stressed over this. There's no right or wrong, just an approximate amount of how much you think about these different things. So well done for doing that. And by the way, if your pie chart does take up a lot of space thinking about food and eating and body and weight, that's okay. That's what I would expect for somebody who's struggling with binge eating. Now we're going to do the same exercise again. So draw out another pie chart, maybe flip your piece of paper around. And in this pie chart, we are going to divide it into how you would like to spend your time thinking. What portion of time would you like to spend thinking about food, eating, your weight, your shape? How much time would you like to spend thinking about work, about your family, about your friends, about your social life, about the hobbies that you enjoy? I am guessing that you would like to spend more time thinking about the things that aren't related to food, eating, weight and shape, etc. You would like to be able to think more about your family or your hobbies or your goals for the future, all the things that you want to achieve. Do you want to start a new business? Do you want to make new friends? All of those things. I'm guessing that you want to spend more time thinking about them. And then once you've done these two pie charts, I want you to just reflect on the differences. Take a look at the second pie chart that you did and look at the amount of time that you gave towards all of the other things that aren't food. I know that this sounds easier said than done, but this is where the work comes in. I want you to start to make an active decision to dedicate more time to those things that aren't related to food. I want you to spend more time with your family if that's possible. I want you to reconnect with your friends if that's possible. I want you to think about those hobbies, those goals for the future, those aspirations, and start to put some steps in place to work towards them. What we're trying to do here is we are trying to squish that size of the pie chart section that you dedicated to food and eating and weight and shape in the first pie chart. If we add in lots of time thinking about other things in life, think about all the things that you've missed out on because of dieting or trying to lose weight or your eating disorder, and think about where you can start to add those back in. You don't have to wait until you are recovered to start living life again. You can start to reconnect with your hobbies, to prioritize friends and family or work or projects for a while and just watch that that chunk of time that you spend thinking about food and eating and weight and shape will gradually decline. I acknowledge that it's easier said than done, but just take some time to think about what activities make you more you, make you feel good, make you feel like you're living a whole and fulfilling life and start there. 
start to dedicate more time to those. The second thing that I would like you to do is to just take stock of, has anything changed lately? Are you thinking about food, body, weight and shape even more? Since when are you starting to think about it more? Has it been since the start of COVID or since you found out that restrictions are easing and soon life is going to be back to normal? Have you recently come off a diet or some kind of regimen or plan or where you trying veganism or vegetarianism and you have found that things have gotten worse since then? If you have just finished a new diet or you were doing veganism and didn't work out, you would find that you were obsessing about food more. This is something that we need to take stock of. It might be that you did feel deprived or restricted in some way, and that's why you can't get those foods off your brain. It's like they're following you around, and this might cause you to feel that you are addicted to these foods in some way, and that there's something wrong with you because, say, you couldn't give up yogurt when you went vegan. This step is just about considering what has brought this influx of thoughts about food on. What has been happening with you lately? Are you worried about the COVID restrictions lifting? Did you tell yourself this time last year that in summer 2021, I am going to have a whole new body. I am going to look amazing. I'm going to look fab. Did you tell yourself that? It could be that you've had this narrative in your head that you need to lose weight and we know what happens when you think that you need to lose weight or that you need to start a diet. It causes your body to want the food even more. It causes you to feel crazy around food. You may not be able to find any reason why you are thinking so much about food and that's okay. We just want to make sure that we have looked at what possibly could be causing this. And finally, the third thing that I want you to consider is the content and the conversations that you are exposed to. How is your social media feed doing these days? And I know you're going to tell me that, oh, I did a social media clear out ages ago and I deleted everything to do with dieting or weight loss or foodie accounts. Good for you. I'm glad that you did that. But remember that diet culture is incredibly sneaky and it can sneak back in just as fast as you deleted it in the first place. Go back and just see has any kind of diet culture or weight loss accounts snuck in. Remember, if something is advocating for both intuitive eating and weight loss concurrently, then that is a diet because we know that intuitive eating is not a weight loss strategy. What about your conversations? How has the office diet chat been? The dreaded office diet chat. Have you found that it's really ramped up lately? Because after all, we are coming out of COVID restrictions and it's summertime now and diet talk tends to be particularly prevalent around the summer. It's totally plausible that you are thinking more about food because you are exposed more to conversations or to social media posts regarding food or weight or dieting. It's a case of out of sight, out of mind. If you are not exposed to social media posts or conversations, 
it is likely that you will be thinking about it less. So just take stock and just check in that the content that you are consuming is not heavily weighted towards these conversations or content. And if it is, you're going to have to work really hard to protect yourself. It's easier with social media. At least you can just mute or unfollow different accounts. But if it's people in your real life, that is going to be challenging. Do your best to put this barrier of bubble wrap around you, metaphorical bubble wrap. And don't allow any of that diet chat to infiltrate your space. Do your very best to block it all out because you know what happens when you are exposed to too much of that. Even somebody with an excellent relationship with food who isn't struggling with binge eating or another eating disorder symptom would really struggle if they were kept been exposed to conversations about the next diet or, oh, I need to lose a few pounds for summer. Do your best to put up that bubble wrap boundary around you and allow any diet or weight or food comments to bounce off that boundary and go right back at the person. I hope that that makes sense. Let's go through those points one more time. So the first thing I'd like you to do is the pie chart analogy. I'd like you to separate out what you are spending your time thinking about at the moment and compare it to what you would like to spend your time thinking about. In an ideal world, what would you like to be spending your time thinking about? The second thing I would like you to consider is if anything has changed lately, if you have made any changes to your diet or your lifestyle, or is it that life is changing a lot around you and it's these changes that are making you think more about food. And thirdly, just do a double check about the content and the conversations that you are being exposed to on a daily basis. Have they become more directed at food, body, weight, shape? If you are talking about food and dieting more, you're going to be thinking about it more. So just take note about the content and the conversations that you are exposed to. And remember what I said, there is no right or wrong amount of time to be spending thinking about food. But if it's causing you distress, well, that's something that needs attention. So I would encourage you to go to your doctor or your other healthcare professional And just say to them, I am spending a lot of my time thinking about food and it's affecting my quality of life. I'm missing out on events with family or friends or hobbies because my mind has been controlled by food or by thoughts of food. That is a very valid concern. So if you are experiencing it and you feel that it is something that is problematic and needs to be professionally addressed, then do talk to your healthcare professional about it. All right, that brings me to the end of today's episode. Remember, you can work with me on a one-to-one basis. I'll get to know you, I'll hear your story, and I will help you stop binge eating. So if that sounds good, hit me up. There is a link in the show notes where you can book your free 15-minute no-obligation introduction. And If we decide together that we are a good fit and I am an appropriate professional for your needs, then we'll proceed to coaching and we'll work together for eight weeks. All right, I will leave you there. Thank you for joining me again. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd be grateful if you could leave me a review on iTunes. Just helps get the word out to other people. 
I'll see you in the next episode. But until then, please take care of yourself. Thank you.